Episode three. I love that intro song more and more each week. <laughs> I can't wait for like when we get interviews in here and we ask their honest opinions of 80s Australian artists, what they think of our intro song. Yes. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to get them in first. And yeah, then yeah. That'll be the first step. <laughs> what do you think they'll say? <laughs> oh, look, maybe they'll be polite. Maybe they you know, want us to plug them. So, they're yeah. not going to be too harsh, I don't think. I reckon we should we should like record their polite response and then like just keep the mics running like like afterwards and just go like oh so what did you really think of this and just get like actual opinions and maybe we could like make a you know a collage of all the actual opinions of the song <laughs> at the end. Yeah, and then I think we could also just sort of say to them, oh, why don't you? Well, how would you sing it? And then we'll secretly record them. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there's no way that can't that system can't work. Uh, so welcome <laughs> to Neil Mullins, where we focus on 80s Australian music, uh, hopefully uncovering those hidden gems. Uh, what have we got on the show t- today, Seb? What have we got? I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> I've got a few hidden gems. Yeah. Did you ever see the film called Rad? No. So it's like, yeah, it so it's a BMX amazing. film, a little bit. I think, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I imagine it, it looks, even the poster looks a little bit similar to BMX Bandits, the Nicole Kidman one right. that was released yeah, yeah. in 83, but this one is 1986. And so it was like a US film with Laurie Lachlan in it about a oh, group okay. of, I think, BMX bikers or something and I was looking it up on um, online and, and it was saying that I think the protagonist or the main person is called Crew, C-R-U it's his name. Crew is faced with a tough decision qualifying for the races at Hell Track the same day as the SATs are on. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the plot, right? And so one of the main I don't know if it's yeah. the theme song, but it's um it's John Farnham, classic AOR track called Break the Ice. That's awesome. He was in a, a US film soundtrack. Yes. I don't think he had much success in the US, but that's that's good on well, good on you, Fonzie. I think, think that's one of his big claim to fames over there. For all the rad fans. Right. And it's actually I think it's probably one of my one of my favorite John Farnham tracks. I mean, it's very different to Whispering Jack and a lot of his sort of, you know, his, his sure. main his main albums here in Australia. But it's it's got that real AOR production that a lot of the, you know, like like Foreigner and um sure, Do you know sure. Platinum Blonde? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's it's that kind of kind of sound. So Sounds like that. Yeah. We'll start with that. I think today break the ice. Everything we feel It's gonna take all 
Trouble seems so very far away But I'm 
And that was Choir Boys with Fireworks from their 1988 album Big Bad Noise. Before that, Roxas with Body Heat, which uh, we were just discussing, I think is actually from uh, 1990, but um, too bad. Yeah. Too we'll, bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll let that one slide in. <laughs> it was probably recorded in 89. That's close enough. Probably. And before that, Break the Ice, um, John Farnham. And then I just realized that there was ice, fire and heat. So, I don't know I don't know what's going on there. Some sort of co- subconscious theme or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's going on. That John Farnham song was great. It is like, very good. Yeah. That, that, had, that hit all the right buttons for me. Yes. Uh, coming up next, we've got Models. Now, I got to see Models live. I didn't realize they were playing shows, but they were playing a show on Friday and I got to see them. Yeah. Um, and they were fantastic. Uh, really good. I think the first time I saw them was um, maybe five or so years ago. They did a sort mm. of a reunion show at uh, Ding Dong Lounge. Mm. Um, and it was good, but it kind of, it did feel like they were um, still getting in the in the swing of things. But this show mm. on, on Friday, Just Gone, uh, was fantastic. Um, and I was there with a friend of mine who used to um, uh, know them back in the 80s and, and, yeah. and stuff. And, and he was telling me all about... Um, uh, about the band and like so every time they would play a song it goes like oh this was a great hit you know this was you know charted and stuff and there was a song that he was saying um, oh yeah this song ruined their career and I've kind of like what what happened it was a song called Unhappy mm. um, which we're not going to play well, we might play it next week I'm going to play a different song tonight but um, uh, apparently he said like it was a song they played they released straight after a really big hit and it just didn't resonate nobody liked it flopped yeah totally flopped but live it worked out really well so everyone was really into it and he was just mentioning how like it was interesting like you know with a bit of hindsight and, and you know people sort of not caught up in the moment and the scene and stuff can really appreciate you know the song again um, which was really interesting um, but the song I'm going to play is I Hear Motion which uh, uh, my friend and I agreed was like the, the peak of their artistic and um, uh, commercial success. So it was like it was a, it was a great um, mix of the two. Um, quite alternative, quite um, avant-garde, uh, but really likable. Really, really commercial as well. I think I thought that, th- that this particular track was mental as anything. I always thought that it was. Yeah, yeah, it has that same sort of vibe. It does a little yeah, bit, doesn't it? It does. It, that, that all the, the those crazy drums and um, um, yeah, we, yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's and great. have they pretty much? Um, have they? Did they sort of? break up and they just do the odd reunion tour now or have they have they released other albums since the 80s you know what i was asking their bass player on mm. friday um whose name escapes me terribly sorry um uh and i was saying oh you're gonna get to play any new stuff you know does models do new? and he goes yeah 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 we, we we've we've been writing new stuff and recording new stuff but nobody wants to hear it so like occasionally we try and squeeze one in in a live show but everyone just wants to hear the hits so um they just play hits but i mean having said that they played a lot of b-sides and and, and rare tracks on the night um so so they're definitely throwing new things around i'm not sure if they've officially released new stuff yet but um there definitely is new stuff uh being being made and, and written so right, uh yeah so we're then. gonna hear it yeah models with i hear motion oh which also was before we get ah which also was in the young einstein uh soundtrack which i love uh, and i think we've played a couple I of think songs that's why that i'm confusing well. it with mental as anything yeah maybe yeah yeah because they were also on that soundtrack along they with were. um big pig who we played last week as well yes
Gladders with So Tough. Now, what album was that from? No, sure sorry. That. That's all right. <laughs> Probably should have looked Kinda that up before you. We- <laughs> <laughs> and before that, we had Sharon O'Neill with Trojan Horse. So Sharon O'Neill, I think I was talking to you about her a few weeks ago. I got really excited when I discovered her and she's actually from New Zealand. So I thought oh, I can't really play her. But then I did some research and I um, figured out that she moved to Australia in the early 80s and then sort of was adopted pretty much as an Australian because she did so much for Australian music and culture and composed quite a lot for um, different various television shows in Australia, one of which was Sweet and Sour, which was, I think, what I was playing, um, that track from The Takeaways, I think that yeah, fictitious yeah. band a, f- a few weeks ago. So she composed that, and this particular song, Trojan Horse, was from her 87 album, Danced in the Fire. And, um, yeah, there's another track off that album called Maxine, which I was telling you before, which was about, I think, um, sex work in the early 80s. And the video clip for that was filmed in The Cross. So... Yeah, a lot of iconic imagery there. It's quite a powerful video clip. So, oh, wow. if you want to check that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, put um, the, we'll put the link in the description. And before that was your track. Yeah, Models with I Hear Motion. Um, and there was another little anecdote about that that I forgot to mention. But um, uh, according to, to my mate Roger, he was saying that the, the keyboard line, the, um, you know, ding, 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 mm. apparently <laughs> is the keyboardist trying to figure out how to play Superstition by Stevie Wonder. That's and awesome. he couldn't quite get it. And they, they just turned that into I Hear Motion, which which is a great story. I love that. And because, um, yeah, now that you, you you know that story, when you listen back to it, you go, oh, yeah, it kind of does sound like someone trying to figure out how to play another song, which kind of adds to the quirkiness of the track, which I really love. Yeah, definitely. And now I'm going to play some Ice House, I don't believe, anymore from 
1984.
so that I can actually hit record when I'm supposed to. <laughs> that was uh, Pseudo Echo with Don't Go and I was just commenting on the cover for that single from 1985 when they all look like they've got Edward Scissorhands hair. Yeah, Very like highly teased. teased. Look. Even like um, Hootie mm. Gurus had that look. I think everyone had that look. It didn't matter what band you're in. It was just the mid-80s. Mm. I think there's a great quote from um, Nick Cave where um, someone asked him like in an interview, like, oh, how do you get your hair like that? And he, like, he goes, I... Um, I think he says he hangs upside down and oh, some great quote. I should look, I should have looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, back to the wall um, by the Divinals from their third studio album, Temperamental. And before that, uh, Don't Believe Anymore, Ice House, which is possibly one of my favorite Ice House songs. That's a great Ice House Very song. Very moody. Yeah. And that Divinals song, I'd never heard that Divinals song. And that was, that was a great really? tune as well. Yeah. I don't know how I missed it. Hmm. That was great. I really enjoyed that. 
Yes. And coming up next, we've got uh, Machinations. I know we played them last week, but I got to see them support models. And I thought that was awesome. Like, I only just, like, discovered the band the week before. And then mm. I find out they're playing with uh, models. And I, I'm chatting with um, uh, the bass player from the models. He was uh, saying that, uh, yeah, that show with the Croxton only mm. came about because Machinations decided to do some sort of reunion show in Sydney that they mm. invited models to play at. And then mm. models sort of reciprocated and said, you know, come to Melbourne and play a show with us here. So, um, so we're going to hear from... From machinations again and um after that severed heads because seven mm. heads are playing as well that's like exciting all these 80s bands that we're discovering are playing shows so seven heads are actually playing i'll give a plug now uh sunday the 5th of november at the corner hotel they're playing with a 90s band snog so they can't get featured on snog on a, are they yeah. all like sort of more electro aren't they yeah well seven heads is very electro so yeah so sorry that, that, i mean that fits perfect. they are yeah of course um <laughs> But uh, their career started in 1990, so they're, they're, they're a band from our show. However, if uh, you're into Severed Heads and Snog, you can catch them uh, live at the Corner Hotel, which I was very excited about. So uh, let's hear those two tracks now. Show. 
chops till I blow grip. Spread your palms and lift the flaps of your pockets. I am not to be denied. Mines will callous I have instant conductors all over me. I merely stir, press, feel with my And so that was Goodbye Tonsils by Severed Heads. And before Sorry, what, what do you think they were thinking? What happened? Did one of them just have like tonsillitis or something? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they're electronica. So, so you know, maybe they're drawing influences from all sorts of things. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe it was like, you know, a Depeche Mode kind of thing. You know, the sounds of the dentist office, you know, inspired <laughs> the song. <laughs> uh, or, or medical office rather, you know, um, tonsils not being teeth. Uh, and before that, we had Machinations with their song Heartache. And I was just saying like, so I saw them live with um, models mm. and it was a very different sound like it wasn't a sound I was expecting there were a lot, a lot more rock mm. uh, I think um, in the live setting compared to the recordings which obviously you can control you know um, mm. you know how clean and how dirty the uh, the sound is and obviously the 80s production was a big thing um, back then but they were fantastic they did a really good job they were, they, they, they definitely rocked out on stage and um, uh, yeah that, I, I, I thought it was a terrific show uh, cool. But thank you everyone for tuning in to Neon Mullet. That's the show yes. for today or tonight, whenever you're listening to it. That's it. Um, we have an Instagram account, which you can check out, which is just, uh, is it just Neon it's Mullet? It's just Neon Mullet. You should be able to find it under that. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yep. Two yep. L's for mullet. <laughs> Two mullets. <laughs> Double the mullet. Double the mullet. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to leave you with a Mental As Anything song, their track Live It Up, which uh, I think some people, I don't know, some people have issues with the song. Why? Because it's about uh, a guy trying to pick up a girl purely based on, you know, they're being in the same room together. Like, that's his only argument. It's like, you've been stood up, you're here alone, let's just go back to my place and live it up. Oh, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a lazy pickup line. Yeah, but it's such a joyful song. I really like it. So well, maybe maybe he had some success in the end, and that's why. Maybe he did, and maybe it inspired the song, or, or maybe he didn't get anywhere, and and, and thus <laughs> maybe it's his imagination that he's uh, performing in the song. Who knows? Possibly. Right. Thanks for tuning in, Neil Mullet, and we'll see you at the next show. Bye.
Come up to 